In a universe now long, long dead, there was a man named Count Dracula. A master of the estate in medieval times, he exploited his presence there to become a master of true magic, transforming himself into something no longer human. He was eventually discovered and expelled, but his magic had already taken hold, and the myth of the vampire was born as he used his new body and vast knowledge to spread terror and amass power. Over the centuries, he enthralled three women who took on new names as they wed themselves to the Count. Viridian Day, Porphyra Dawn, and Aura Night. They were left behind in his Transylvanian castle when he traveled to England, seeking a new field to sow his darkness. And it was over a year before the news traveled back to them that their beloved husband and master had at last met his much-delayed demise. Devastated, the three of them traveled the world in search of Dr. Abraham Van Helsing, the man responsible for killing the Count. The doctor was able to cast a ward to protect his family, but was ultimately slain by the vengeful vampires. The three of them spent the next 80 years studying and gathering resources to perform a ritual to revive the Count. As an immortal vampire, he could never truly die, his soul remaining in one piece in the dark room of the estate. By recovering his remains and utilizing the Count's library of notes on dark magic, the three were able to conduct a ritual to reincarnate him as a baby. They named him Henry and raised him as their son, who they showered with affection and viciously defended against any and all harm. Though not his intention, Henry Dracula would go on to further avenge his former self, setting into motion the sequence of events that completely demolished the estate. Humanity was scattered across the undertow into countless parallel universes, the same names and faces reoccurring time and time again throughout the nigh-infinite realities of the neighborhood. Henry was a shrewd and cunning young man, unbound by scruples, and he was taught everything he knew by his three mothers. The widows of Dracula collaborated to completely dominate the Humanity Homeowners Association. It was not long into the institution's life that its ruling board was comprised entirely of alternate universe versions of them. Generally, they ruled the HHOA reasonably well, but they always made sure that their policies would benefit the untold number of Henry Draculas that populated the endless suburb, and they did everything within their power to bring pain and suffering to anyone who hurt a hair on even one of their son's heads. Which is why they've hated Ron Moreau so much. Ron, with the subjective nature of time in the undertow, it is not clear exactly how long you've spent hunting Draculas throughout the neighborhood. And I'm guessing you probably don't have a good count on just how many you've killed. No, I, I did lose track when I got into uh, around about the 5,000 mark. But, eh, you know, as long as there are any left, I'm going to keep going. Well, unfortunately, uh, that quest has been cut short recently. You were captured, and for uh, several days now, you've been held prisoner within the HHOA. Um, and you have finally been brought out to uh, face... I mean, they're calling it a trial, but you know the score. They're here to execute you. Um, that's what they do to everybody, and... They hate you more than they even hate the folks that destroyed the estate and uh, killed their son. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, it ma makes me feel special in a way. 
Yeah, so you're sort of in the, the central floor area of the main chamber, and I think right now at the uh, sort of head desk there are three individuals uh, sort of cheering this trial. Um, do you want to introduce yourselves? Yes, it is I, Viridian Day. <laughs> yeah! Hello, darling. It's Aranite. Hello, I'm Valencia Dusk. And, uh, yeah, the three of you are, uh, looking down at the man who has killed, um, thousands upon thousands of your sweet baby boy. My, my precious, he, he's wonderful, cannot do no wrong. Yeah, have, have any of you personally lost, uh, a Henry to this guy? Uh, I did. Uh, my wonderful, sweet, sweet child... He was a bat, an actual bat. It, it it was very nice. We loved him a lot. And this monster, this truly, this villain destroyed the light of my life. I think the chamber, which is just full of uh, alternate universe copies of the three of you, is just... There's not a dry eye in the house as you as you explain this. <laughs> is, is Ron like how is Ron restrained? Uh, I think you were probably. Um, I'm gonna say you were like chained to like a hook on the floor. So like you maybe have like about a foot or two of clearance to walk around, but like your hands are bound together. Uh, I th- I think uh, Ron is like lying on the ground on his side, like kind of tapping his foot. Like leaning on one arm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that, like that pose from Sonic Two when he gets tired of waiting for you to do something. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> I can't like, how many Sonic references are in the show. By the way, Ron, do we want to describe your appearance a little bit? Because you already weren't looking great when we last saw you, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. So here's the weird thing: uh, b- between the weird lack of flow of time in uh, the neighborhood, and also like sort of remnants of his him being sort of the owner of the original universe, kind of, sort of. He hasn't aged at all. Like, time doesn't really affect him in that way, but he has absolutely let himself go. His hair is just completely out of control. It's frazzled. It's down to his ass. His beard is doing about the same. He's got just massive bags under his eyes. He absolutely reeks. He's got a ratty trench coat that he's wearing, he just he just has stopped giving a shit about absolutely anything other than killing more Dracula. Yeah, well, that's one more thing than he used to give a shit about, I guess, so... Yeah, you know, hey, he's moving up in the world. He's making progress. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> well, Mr. Moreau, do you have anything to say for yourself? Uh, oh, something to say for myself. Well, um... Honestly, I just I, I have a very, very important job to do, and I've been doing it for a very long time, and I'd really like to get back to it. Now, this job is to check killing our darling boy, correct? Every version of him that I could get my hands on. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and you do this without any remorse. You won't even say sorry. <laughs> After what he did to me, after what he did to everyone, no, no, I don't regret a thing. He is a wonderful, special boy who has never hurt anyone. It's and true. your lies and your slender are despicable after all the 
harm you have committed. Well, I mean, this is really all just a formality, isn't it? We we all know what what it's about, what we're going to do here, correct? Correct. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, no, no, I wasn't talking to you. you you're not involved in this. Don't care. Mm. I truly despise this man, and not only for the atrocities he has committed. Terrible odor. Smells terrible, it's true. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know a human could smell this bad. I like to think I have a, a musk. <laughs> have you never... Have you never encountered soap? Water? Yeah, sometimes Truly. at the uh, that, that, that neutral hotel or whatever it is. Oh, Check in from time to time. We do have to do something about that. They have been harboring mm. such... Such vermin as yourself? I mean, yeah. Mm. Though, uh, truth be told, uh, I don't, I don't think if you, uh, you try and do anything to him, I don't think that's gonna go super well for you. Oh. Darling, we... Do you know who you're speaking to? Oh, yeah. We are the duly elected heads of the board. We... We've run the neighborhood. Ron's doing that thing where he, like, he's bobbing his head back and forth, and he's like, you know, puppeting, talking with his hand, like, He really is quite, quite disgusting. Can we clean him? Like, not not his body, but his existence? Can we just get rid of him? Erase him? Oh, I'm perfectly fine with that. Yes, let's. So, all those in favor of the cleaning of this sting in our courtroom say i i i i i think yeah the the crowd starts to shout out i and then it is cut off suddenly by the sound of shattering glass and gunfire and the eyes start to turn to screams as bullets rip through the walls of the chamber all right and uh just the the first sort of wave of uh, the the folks sitting at the back don't even have time to respond as they are just mowed down as the uh, web capital drones that James sicked on the HHOA come swarming in, uh, firing on everyone. Oh, well, oh, that's... What, what, what the hell is this? Uh, well, I didn't know... Uh, I wasn't expecting this, but I'll gladly take it. Uh, you all have a terrible day, and... Ron is going to use reverse recall. Oh boy! <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> Give me that reverse recall roll. Is that a uh, Ellie or Biz? Uh, that is Biz. Okay, yeah. Oh boy! Even with Ron having minus one Biz, that is still an eleven. Uh, Ron, you vanish in a uh, flicker of light as a, a like. I think the second wave, sort of of. Uh, Dracula moms sort of get their wits about them and immediately start summoning their Eidolons. Uh, many of them are not drawing quickly enough, but I think the chamber is quickly just filling with uh, different colors of light and strange creatures. Um, what, what do y'all's Eidolons do? Uh, so my Eidolon turn off the light. It looks like a giant, well-manicured hand, and it hides in shadows. And it attacks from afar by draining the blood of targets. And I think I'm going to banish with it into the shadows to try to get away from here. Okay, yeah. Uh, what about you? Uh, uh, I for, I lost track of who's who, Crystal. <laughs> uh, Viridian's Eidolon, Miss Jackson, is an enormous Dracula parrot 
which has the ability to transform any apology it touches into four blood-sucking eels. Oh, like the funny, like the funny tweet. Yes, like the funny tweet. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I'm four eels. Uh, but she is also a master of ventriloquism, so she can uh, she can speak sorry very very quickly many times and summon like a million <laughs> eels per second. A million Great. per second? Yeah, that's a lot of sorries. She's a vampire. <laughs> Very powerful. I didn't, I didn't remember ventriloquism as a vampire power. If if you slow it down, the sorries are perfectly enunciated. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. All right, Luke, get ready to loop a million sorries. I'm not gonna. <laughs> what, what about you, Zoe? Um, Valencia's Eidolon kiss me now is a red coat and shining red lipstick and whenever it touches someone it can turn a hostile foe into a willing ally who will do anything for her great okay um in that case uh uh sorry aura give me an elegance roll mm-hmm. uh that's a 10 so i assume ten, i have some modifiers Okay, yeah, I think you uh, vanish into the wall. Um, <laughs> Viridian, you just sick a bunch of blood-sucking eels on these robots. Don't have much effect on them on account of their robots and don't got no blood. Yeah, they kind of just get mowed down. And uh, Valencia, uh, these aren't people, so you can't... And they're kind of just neutral, like they're attacking, but they have no, like, villainous intent. Well, Shit. Yeah, uh, not well-suited Eidolons to what's happening, as uh, you and the rest of the chamber are just mowed down, uh, all but one of you uh, apparently killed, as the the chamber and just the entire building is just very quickly reduced to rubble. Um, Who knows if and when we'll ever see uh, that lone survivor. Mm Mm-hmm. R.I.P. the one, not just my speaking voice, voice I've done for the show. <laughs> I tried. Listen, it's very hard. It is. So, meanwhile, back in the park, um, everyone who is in the park right now shakes themselves out of the trance they had fallen in. As uh, And you see Beelzebub sort of holding a a webbed hand around uh, Gabriel Bede's neck as the video feed that was showing all of Sloane's past memories on his screen uh, cuts to static and then back to normal. Um, I think Sloane immediately, like, stumbles to the ground and is just stunned. Yes, you see, there you are. You wished for this, Sloane. Wow. What a pathetic existence. That's not true. Sloane Parker is the survivor. Exactly oh. the type of person I was hoping to create at my school. Oh, oh, no, no, I mean, yeah, sure. I was, I was talking about Ursula Ursa. I, and I came from that? Oof. You Disgusting. are a wretched person. Oh, only sometimes. But no, I am... I am wonderful. Aren't I, sweetheart? And she wraps her arms around Carly. Carly uh, allows you to do it, but does not, like, immediately give much back. 
Everything I've done has been for the people I love. Which, I have those. Instead of... Of, of her. Didn't seem to have much of anything. I mean, she... I think Carly says, uh, I mean, she... She had Sloan, it just... Did she? Well, sure, it just wasn't... Wasn't what she wanted. <laughs> she... Um, no, she didn't have Sloan. Sloan was using her, like she always had, just to be a crotch. Someone to be there. What are you talking about? Did you watch the same thing as yeah. me? Yeah! They were friends. Oh, no, no, they and, weren't. I mean, it can be hard when... Your feelings are different than someone else's, but there's... I mean, I think Sloane pretty clearly loved Ursula. Oh, I think Carly's please. eyes just kind of drift over to uh, Ursula. Uh, Ursula is immovable. Mm-hmm. And actually, her body is immovable. Her face is looking at the floor. Yeah. I, uh, no, no, it's... I think you might have gotten your head hurt. Or something during this. It's okay, sweetie. We're gonna go home. It's gonna be fine. We don't have to think about any of these people again. Uh, okay, first of all, a lot of these people are my friends, so... Are they? Really? Yes. Oh, I thought you had better taste than this. What? Come on, sweetheart. It's like that one time you started hanging out with that weird hipster... I told you to get rid of them, and then after a while you complained, but you did. And it'll be the same here. You'll forget about them. You just need me and Ron. You know what's good for you. What is with you right now? What do you mean? I... I don't... I I mean, it hasn't been that long since I've seen you. You're usually not like this. Am I not? I think she just kind of stares at you as she turns that question over in her head. Flashbacks of all the times she had been an abusive bitch to her and uh-huh. to Ron. Just yeah. going through her mind. Uh, hey, real quick, uh, Ron, we left this off before. Uh, what did you wish for? Oh, wow. I guess it was very poignant recently before this, but... Uh... Ron wished for a version. He wished he knew a version of himself that had more purpose. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Strix the or no no we you gave it to Ron. Ron the gun in your hand starts glowing white and is getting hot in your hand. He like a begrudgingly. Uh, he's like, oh no, this is the first time I felt cool. Oh, he drops it. Uh, as you let it go, um, the Ron that was just about to get executed. Uh, emerges out of it, and as like like the his white hot silhouette kind of resolves into him, he just sort of grabs the gun. Uh, oh! Uh, I gotta say, Walmart Ron falls in the mud and is like looking up, and the sun is behind this other Ron Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think he like uh, Ron lands like kind of doing a three point landing with like the free hand holding the gun. And he very, he very like slowly stands up to to like full height and kind of towers dramatically over the uh, over Walmart Ron. And for just a moment, just a moment, if you squint, he looks cool. Uh, but then the illusion immediately breaks when he uh, turns to look at Feel Good Inc. and says, 
Ah, baby, I've missed you. And then he kisses the gun. It's good to be back. It's good to have an insurance policy, but I'm glad to have you back. I think Hollow Ursula just shakes her head, like, slowly and says, Run. Run, Oh, hey, Ursa, you, um, you... Ursula. Yeah, yeah, sure. You look, um... Empty? Yeah, yeah, also two of you. And two of me, Uh, apparently. Hey, who's this guy? Are you, is this, is this, like, are you, like, the original Ron? Do you make music, too? Uh, no? You're the one from the video we just saw, right? Oh, the vampire hunter! Yeah, I mean, I I am an artist of sorts. Uh, (laughs) Really? Tell me all about it. Oh, see, uh, I, uh... Uh I I hunt down Draculas, and uh, for each one I find, I uh, find a new and exciting and creative way to kill him. That is fascinating. Oh, jeez, it sounds like really interesting. Every time it's just, you're able to do a different thing, and you're just living an exciting life. Can I follow you? Can I be like your squire? Are you sure? Why not? I mean, hey, I've been alive for countless millennia, and I need an outlet. My word, you're just like Abraham Van Helsing. Who? The first slayer of the vile Count Dracula. Oh. Oh, I know you. I know you. You're, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're Joseph. You're the... Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. Wait, how are... Don't tell me you're a student of my school as well? I was? Ethelwolf is completely beaming. He's so happy that all of his <laughs> students are here. They're in the age of the mind. They did it. He did it. <laughs> it's all coming up, Ethelwolf, baby. Hey, what classes did you take? Is that maybe where the div- timeline split? Were they- uh, I, I was a historian, and then I wound up in a magic house, and shit got weird. It's it, I became the ruler of the universe uh, for a bit, and then the universe exploded. It's long story. Uh, and hey, uh, I kind of kind of surprised to see another me holding this i thought i like i thought i planted it on an owl oh yeah hey uh uh strix uh do do you remember strix um oh yeah no there he is okay hi hey (laughs) um i think upon hearing that ron planted the gun on strix that Sloane, like, kind of gets shaken out of her perfect. Ron, you you put the gun on Strix? I mean, he already had a gun. I just swapped him out. He didn't seem to notice. You... You have spent the last whoever knows how long just killing Draculas, and you put, like, the only purely innocent thing I've run into in danger as a backup plan is that is that what you give me a second I'm coming to you (laughs) she just can't help herself it your turn's coming trust me but you how what happened to you you should know god you are a sad sad man uh no I mean I was you saw me at my saddest I feel great. What's that like? Ever since, it's the thing, I don't know if it was the house or everything else that happened, but 
like when I got that gun and the, the things that came out of me and I could like feel and think about different things, but it hasn't given me any clarity or any direction. Uh, but you seem like you know what you're doing. Oh, you know what? Hey, here, uh, let me, let me give you a little gift, uh, from me to me. And then he pulls out the, uh, Raphael Hubert gun that he had been using this whole time. Uh, spins it a little bit, does a little, little gun trick, and, uh, hands it to Walmart, Ron. I gotta say, Rod holds it and Amelia feels wrong. He's like, ugh. <laughs> I... Hmm. He, like, looks to the group <laughs> for an answer. Uh, BB shakes her head. Ron, do you know how to use a gun? I, I guess I could learn. Okay, the time to learn is before you get the gun. Just go ahead and give me the gun, or give it no. back to other Ron. Do not, do not give Sloan a gun. That's okay. a recipe okay. for disaster, right there. I mean, okay. Listen, I, if I, this I, if this guy's me, then then marksmanship is in his soul, like literally. So I I think he'll be fine. God, why did you? All versions of you are <sighs> a lot. Why did you get a gun and I get a jellyfish though? And like super you got fast a jellyfish. Super fast jellyfish pops up behind him and it's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> huh? What is what is what is this? Why am I this? I I honestly I can't tell you. Usually when I run into like doubles of the same person, like you know they'll they'll have like their their eidolons will be like the same basic thing on some level. They'll be thematically linked or it'll be the same animal. I I've never thought about jellyfish once in my entire life, dude. That is. That is unique to you. I think Gabe, uh, who has been very quiet uh, for a couple episodes now, he seems, like I mentioned, he's been sort of lost in thought. I think he just kind of pipes in with, This Ron Moreau is from Sloane's universe. Therefore, differences in him likely are a result of Sloane's incomplete perceptions of the original Ron Moreau. So Sloane has a thing for jellyfish? No, I think, I think Gabe's saying that she thinks I'm slimy. Oh, yeah, I can I'm not see making that. any further insinuations than the literal words I spoke. Oh. No, yeah. he no, he he was on the money there. I'm sorry, Walmart Ron. That was an unfair uh I'm calling you Walmart Ron because you You are, really don't have to. That's not his name. You're wearing a Walmart vest. Do you have a preferred name to call you by? We have two Rons. I need are a you different Scar Sloan? Okay, hold on. One no, second, no, everyone. Really? I walk over to BB. <laughs> Uh, puts Carly in front of her. Carly? Whoa! I know we haven't known each other very long. I promise I'm not going to hurt her right now, okay? See how she said right now? Uh, I just need to... I just have to say something to her. That's it. Whatever you need to say in front of me, you can say it in front of the love of my life. Carly steps to the side. Sweetheart? Thank she, you, just, she just kind of looks at you uh, neutrally. OG Ron laughs. He just bursts out laughing. We're going to have to talk. Imagine Strix is sort of just like huddled off in the corner, just kind of like, oh, mom and dad are fighting. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need, Miss Parker? Baby pair. Yes. I am not going to forgive you for what you did to me. Like, just that's never going to happen. I need you to know that. But uh-huh. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I couldn't be there for you how you wanted me to. And I'm sorry that I made you feel like this was your only option. You're still my friend. She's still in there somewhere. But... I'm sorry that you caused this terrible, spiteful, petty part of yourself to cause pain. Because I know what that's like. So, Ursula, uh, I know you're in there. I am sorry. I think BB starts laughing. Mm, and, yeah. um, hey, Luke, could, uh, could I roll to take over? This body? This is I mean, me. Give me a BTS plus Ursula. Yeah. Uh, that's five and a five. In that case, um, yeah, I think uh, yeah. BB starts laughing, and then, uh, despite herself, not even knowing why, uh, tears start welling up in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. No. No? I... No, none of... I think she kind of, like, puts her hand on her face to try to regain control. I think Sloane puts a hand on BB's shoulder. Yeesh. Uh... Who's in con- Hey Luke, who's in control of this body? Well, you I mean, it was it was uh, Ursa rolling the yeah. 10, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Ursa I'd say it's got Ursa, it, I think. Yeah. Then I think I think her 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 face has a look of hate for a second and then it immediately disappears and she just throws her arms around you and starts crying. Hey, bud. I'm sorry. I didn't want to do this. I, I'm sorry. I'm hey. sorry. I'm sorry if I ever thought that hey, that hey, you hey, treated hey, me hey. unfairly or that I needed more than you. That's not what I wanted. Not I wanted bad. you to be happy and to be good and for me to be happy and to be good. I'm so sorry. Hey, I <laughs> look. This isn't the first time one of us have hurt each other. Like I, I've done, <laughs> I've done terrible stuff to you, to uh, like. <laughs> I know. And it'll be okay. It it will be something. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. But right now I need to make sure she doesn't come back. I don't even know how this works. Do you need space? Is this something you gotta figure out on your own or I think she turns to see Hollow Ursula and just runs towards her. Hollow Ursula just kind of uh, slowly cranes her neck around to look at Bibi. I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I miss you. I miss us. I... I think she slowly and gently puts a hand on Hollow Ursula's face. 
I don't know how, but I would like to to make us whole again. Ursula's eyes kind of waver for a second, and um, there's maybe a, a slight shiver through her as she's just uh, very neutrally still says, uh, me too. Well, we'll figure that out. Um, I think let's, I'm trying to think of the best way to best order to go in here. Mm-hmm. Why don't we cut away from this back to the humanity bank, which we haven't <laughs> seen in a couple episodes. Sure. Uh, James, Anna and Quentin, you're still in the like basement level of the bank, uh, right in front of the all-star. All right. So, uh, if you'll indulge me, I know you've already been indulging me quite a bit so far. No, that's fine. All right. We indulged uh, Zoe a lot last week. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I think James is going to like walk up to the All-Star, and he's just going to spread his arms out, and he's just going to yell, Nine, Nine to five. five. And he's, he's going to like unhinge his jaw Ugh. as just this... He- as like the robot arm, like disintegrates and this just massive swarm of the little robot owls uh, come out and swirl around the all-star and around him and it builds a very familiar looking uh, larger robot arm and the cloud like lifts James into the air and turns him around to sit in this chair that is coming out of the uh that is coming out of the All-Star. And as it glows, and as the chair starts to form itself around him, uh, the room that the All-Star is in starts to sort of bend and shift a bit. Mm. And it starts to look like uh, Metatron's old infinitely tall office with some very crucial differences. One, instead of paper everywhere and filing cabinets, it's servers and there's just an in just in uh uh sorry just an unbelievably like thick and confusing web of wires everywhere uh and as James leans back in the chair on the end of the robot arm uh some panels like appear in front of him like some of those uh shitty like you know uh superhero movie like iron man ass uh sure interactive keyboards that just sort of hologram float uh, and he, as he sits back in the chair and leans on one arm and crosses his legs, uh, a fire appears over his head, except it's uh, one of those shitty animated GIF stock flames you'll find in an old computer game. Oh my god. Fantastic. I think uh, as all this is happening, uh, the door bursts open and Astroth comes running back in. What did you do? What do you mean? I... I'm gone for five minutes and all of a sudden the HHOA is blowing up? That's not how this works! Sounds like you had more power than you thought. You just didn't want to use it. That's not... They're the... Oh, this is a disaster. All right. Clearly, I've made a mistake in indulging you. I underestimated how much damage you could cause. We need to get you out of here immediately. Quentin has his hand, like, clutching his heart and, like, sweating profusely for what James, like, seeing 9 to 5 in this form has brought back maybe someone else's memory of uh, their encounter last time with this uh, Eidolon. 
Astaroth sees you having, like, an episode. He's like, what's wrong with him? Get him out of here. Get him out of here. He says, pointing to, uh, uh, James. We need to get this cleaned up. Let's go. I can't run away. Oh. I can't, I can't run away, though. <sighs> oh, I, uh, I am here to clean it up. I'm here to recover my life's work. And I think I know what is going wrong with Quentin there. It's nice to see you again, Professor. That's not, I'm not that person. He, like, gets really defensive. And as far as getting rid of me, uh, Mr. Astaroth, I'm back where I belong, and I plan to stay. And he's going to snap his fingers, and on the outside of the... We're going to cut to the outside of the building, and uh, the Humanity Bank, the sign changes to Humanity Bank King James Version. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (sighs) Oh, my God. Life's what the hell are you talking about? Life's work. Who are you? You don't recognize me. I am Metatron Homominus. Wait, what? what? No, that he died. No, I uh, I had to find somewhere to hide, and fortunately, when the old me and everything I had created and worked toward was burned to a crisp. I had made a connection with someone that had recently been created. Someone who would go on to spawn so many other selves. This this James who wasn't quite the right James. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? Wait, you're telling me that... Alright, we need... I think he's looking around at any demons that are in here. Kill him immediately. We we have got an angel attached to the All-Star. This is extremely bad. Do it now. I think they're hesitating, because they heard him say who's in charge now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, Come what, on, guys. What can gotta, I have? You gotta fight him, guys. He's, just because he says he's the boss doesn't mean he's the boss. Also, you know, still petrified in fear. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I think I think I have a better idea uh, for something to keep uh, my men occupied, Mister uh, Mister Brooks. What? I think you need to stop and really think about who you are. I know who I am. I'm Sloane thinks I'm great, and Lady Luck thinks I'm great. I'm great. I think you're great too, Quentin. Also, Anna. <laughs> Yeah, Anna's like, like, has his hand on her shoulder, trying to like help him not fall over in a fetal position. <laughs> and I know that other guy that like had a house sell on him was like the original. He did all this cool stuff, but I'm still cool too. Uh, Quentin, that pain in your chest accelerates, and uh, eight um, just wildly undulating spider legs burst out of uh, your midsection as. Spotty Adi Dopalicious uh, just uh, emerges out of you. It doesn't usually hurt like this. Uh, it hurts. <laughs> As he, like, sheds you like old skin. Spotty, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, Spotty fully just kind of emerges out of you, and just the, the pain of it makes you collapse, and it turns around and is just looming over you with its eyes just glowing red. Hey, hey, what? You can't, you're like me. You can't do this. This isn't how it works. 
it is rearing back to bite. Uh, Quentin's gonna run and hide behind something. <laughs> Give me a beat the odds plus Ellie Quentin. Alright, that's a two and a three. What's my Ellie? Well, young Quentin's not that elegant, so that's a failure. <laughs> then uh, I think uh, you get up to run, and it just uh, sinks its fangs into like your leg, and you just feel your leg go numb as you fall over again. And uh, advance your damage track. Okay, hmm. Anna, what do you do? Actually. Oh, go ahead. I haven't been able to use this move yet. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to use the move you, I meant for you to beat my ass. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your master plan? Uh, How does him biting you help you? Well, it, my Eilon does whatever a spider can. And, right. Uh, if you're familiar with the Marvel Cinematic Films, uh, how one guy got his powers, he got bit by a spider. Oh, are you <laughs> shitting me? <laughs> Oh, uh, yes, give me a beat the Osmos Pal, Quentin. That's a three and a four plus two. <gasps> so that's a nine. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Quentin is revealing that uh, actually, uh, you know, because Spotty can do anything a, a spider can, any spider, that includes the radioactive spider <laughs> that gave down on his luck nerd Peter Parker his incredible superpowers. Okay, so, like, uh, Quint, young Quentin jumps away and, like, jumps really far away and lands against a wall. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I think you're still woozy. Like, there was still some venom in that. You're not feeling great. You still got hurt by it. But, uh, you've, you've got some spider powers now, and that's something. I don't know how you're doing this guy, King James or whatever. But I'm gonna stop you, I think. Oh, I didn't do this. I wish I could take credit for this one, but uh, it was already coming. He's right, Quentin. I think I think this is you. Uh, what? I think Astaroth has run for uh, a huge uh, switch labeled like emergency shutoff. And Anna's going to turn to James and be like, you have to stop this before he before. I don't know what happens. All right. Uh. So I've already been, like, bending and shaping the room and the building, so I'm going to go ahead and just move the switch way the far up in the, 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 the top of the infinitely high room. Give me a Beat the Odds Plus uh, genius. Uh, I, I don't know what James's genius stat is, but I rolled an 11, so... Okay, well, even if it's a minus one, then you're good, uh, as the switch just rockets out of Astaroth's hand, and I think he just turns back to, again, there's still some, some just worker demons in here. God damn it, somebody do something! Uh, I have something if no one has anything. Oh, what do you have? Night shows up. She's not that far away. Sure. Uh, trying to figure out why the Humanity Bank is attacking people. Okay, yeah, you just kind of emerge out of a shadow? Yeah, I think she emerges out of a shadow next to James. Okay. With... In, the manicured hand is around James's neck. Okay, I think Astaroth sees that and is just immediately like, Oh, uh, Ms. Knight, uh, hello. Yes, we're just having a small uh, equipment failure. We will get everything back dead. under control momentarily. They're all dead. Astaroth, every one of us 
killed by your drones. Is this is this a play of power? Oh no! Who's this and a drone? No, no, that's uh, trust me. This is uh, completely unintended. We can get everything working again if we can just uh, we, once we get the uh, the the small uh, uh, event we're having here at the All Star, we can uh, you know use a little extra juice to uh, send some more power to their home universes. We can get them right back, good as new. Uh, trust me. I think the hand stops being near James. Uh-huh. And it moves next to Astaroth and starts draining him of his blood. Give me a scrap. Uh, that's a seven. A seven, okay. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think here. Uh, James, do you want to try to attack the person that just appeared and, like, you know, had a hand on your neck? Well... I, I would have, but then she changed targets, so... Okay. Um, then I think what I'm going to say is uh, having you roll for that was silly, because Astaroth really has no means of attacking you and wouldn't <laughs> attack you if he could. Uh, so I think uh, you just completely uh, suck him dry and his corpse collapses to the floor. James, you can feel the All-Star going unstable at the base of your connection because the person... You know, with Steal My Sunshine that powers all this thing just died. What do you do? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I am going to try and send a cloud of my uh, little robot owls uh, to grab uh, Astaroth's body and hook him into the All-Star. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me another uh, genius roll. Okay, now I am going to have to look at what his stat was. It's zero. Zero? Okay, well, that was a ten. Ten. Okay, yeah. You uh, grab Astaroth and just kind of, I think, tubing just emerges out of uh, nine to five and manages to, yeah, connect him up in a way that he's dead still, but you are, like, pumping just enough life energy into him to keep his idol on alive and therefore keep the all-star stable. Whoa! Oh, wasn't that crazy, folks? I mean, I, I assume it was something baller that just happened, because I, I don't know where Luke's going to put the ad break, and honestly, it's been, you know, a couple weeks since the recording for this episode, so I don't entirely remember what happened, but I, I feel pretty safe in assuming that whatever just happened was pretty fucking dope. Uh, but hey, I'm here to tell you about the Eidolon playtest, Patreon! That's right. We, uh, you know, we, we like to get money for doing this, you know, as, as a bonus. I mean, we do it for fun, but I mean, you know, you know, money is nice. Uh, but hey, if you want to donate to the Patreon at the $1 a month level, you'll get to listen to this show a week in advance. That's right. If you're listening on the free feed right now, you could have been hearing this episode a week ago and getting all the uh, juicy deets before uh, anybody else who didn't put the put up the uh, put up the one dollar or more. That's a uh, that sounds pretty sweet to me. And hey, even better, uh, you could be listening to uh, Rock episode forty one right now. Uh, I don't know what happens on that episode at all, but I assume Chili the Fox is in it, so it's probably pretty good. And hey. At the $3 a month level, you get to hear Luke and Molly's Design Podcast, where they uh, tinker with the game that we've been playing on this show. And they're working on a new version of it right now that's going to use tarot cards instead of dice. Although, along the way, they're still, you know, reevaluating things, and they're making some tweaks to the original dice version of the game that we've been playing. 
you know, there's there's a reason we haven't uh, finalized it yet. You know, it's, it's pretty close to being ready for prime time, but not quite there, not quite done with it. Uh, but hey, if you want to hear the thought process and decision process, uh, you know, just how the sausage is made with the game we've been playing and see, you know, uh, Luke and Molly react to the titular playtest, because that is theoretically what we're doing here. Uh, you know, hey, give that monthly design podcast a listen at the $3 or more a month level. You'll also get access to Luke's GM notes that he writes out before each session. And maybe if there's something we don't get to in time, you'll get some juicy deets for the future. I keep using that phrase, juicy deets. I don't know why that's my thing today. Uh, but you'll get to uh, you'll get to see maybe some things that are, are due for next time. Or just some things that we that didn't happen. Because it <laughs> might surprise you, but sometimes the show kind of goes off the rails a little bit. Uh, so you can hear some, you know, what-if ideas that never quite happen, you know? It's like a Marvel what-if, but, uh, but good. Like if it was good. Also, at the $3 a month level, it's not there yet, but if we get to $750 a month total on the Patreon, we will continue Eidolon Playlist. That is the podcast where we listen to and discuss the albums of the bands that we use as namesakes and inspirations on this show. And the first band we are covering are The Killers. That's right, the big, big deal band from Idol on Rock Season 1 and Season 2. Let's be real, there's a lot of The Killers in there. We already covered the first album as a test run, and uh, if you want to hear us talk about the second one, 750 bucks a month, just help us get there, spread the word, and that'll be added at the $3 level. At the $5 level, you'll get early access to the game... The game that we've been playing that's still in progress, not only the 1.0 version of the game, but once we feel like the 2.0 version is in a state where people can actually like play it and test it, you'll get access to that at the $5 level too. And hey, even better, even better, at $5 a month, you'll get access to the soundtracks, the original music that Maxi has been making for this podcast. That is the Season 1 soundtrack, the Season 2 soundtrack, and the tracks that we used for the interlude, and any that happens in the future, including... She's currently already working on the uh, soundtrack for Season 3, which is going to be a completely different thing from Pop and Rock. Whole new set of characters, whole new kinds of music, and uh, I haven't heard any of it yet, but I'm willing to bet it's pretty good. I'm willing to bet it's pretty good. Maxie does a really good job. And uh, you'll also get your name shouted out here on the podcast if you donate at the $5 level. Like so. Timothy Vandeporp. Chloe B, Marc-Andre D, Trigger Harpy, Meridian, Mitchell Dill, Joe Tank Riccardelli, Jerry Runnell, Ryleth, Evan Saft, Mage of Spade, Pigeon Smith, Mark Sokolov, Ryan Ball, Torches, Liam Black, Jennifer, Keone Cohen, Brian Melvin Stapleton, Abilene, Nola Fow, Ultimate Trainer, June B, Sidzu, and Jay Cooper. And hey, uh, one last thing. One last thing before we move on. Uh, I have an announcement. Starting on January 1st, we are actually going to add a $10 tier to the Patreon. Uh, now, we mostly view this as sort of a tip jar. Just, you know, just for folks who maybe want to give a little more. Uh, just just to add another tier there. We're kind, we're kind of just trying it out. But what we're going to make it is sort of a grab bag. We're going to be putting stuff on that tier regularly, but it's going to be ideas for things we think would be interesting uh, for us to record about, but maybe aren't like, you know, 
not something on the level of Idol on Playlist where, like, this is a dedicated idea that we could continue in perpetuity. You know, just things we think would be interesting and folks might want to hear, and we can just throw there on the on the $10 level as a grab bag. And the first thing uh, that we're planning for the $10 tier is, actually, I meant for you to pod my cast, which is going to be a... Uh, a uh, Basically, it's going to recap the Stone Ocean anime that I believe either is currently going or recently wrapped up. I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I don't really follow JoJo's myself, but you know who does? Iris, Luke, and Ty are all big JoJo fans. And you know who isn't? Zoe. And the three of them are subjecting her to season six of this long-running show. And uh, so you get to hear all about that at the $10 level once we start putting that out. And... Uh, once that's done, once they get to the end of JoJo, who knows what we're going to throw up on there. Uh, it, it could be anything. Uh, but that's that's going to be the fun of it. Ten to the tier, the grab bag. Again, if we manage to get to $750, going to add Eidolon Playtest back to the $3 tier for every month that we hit $750. And I think that's just about everything for the Patreon. And hey... Listen, this is a lot of talk about money and spending. I get it. Not everyone can afford to donate to Patreons. There's a lot of artists out there that we want to support, and like, no one's got that much money. Like, Let's be real here. So hey, if you don't have any money or you just don't want to give us your money, that's fine. All that we really ask is spread the word. Tell your fans about the podcast. We have a lot of fun making it, and we love – hearing folks react to it and honestly it just feels good for you know for our work to get out there and we'd really appreciate that all right so i think i've covered everything i need to mention this is getting a bit long-winded and rambly and i know you're excited to get back to whatever horse shit it was that we did a couple weeks ago so uh back to the show You nearly destroyed the neighborhood. <laughs> there is no neighborhood without the Humanity Association. We are the neighborhood. And I think she's going to try to jump back into a shadow and attack from a different shadow. Okay, real quick. Uh, Anna, what do you do? Um, I think Anna wants to dredge the undertow on Spotty to try to figure out why it's going berserk like this. Okay, yeah. Give me a dredge. That's a five. Oof. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think you start trying to just focus your your intuition, your your third eye on Spotty, and that causes it to like it senses that you're trying to like dig into it uh, metaphysically, and that turns its attention away from Quentin, and it starts charging towards you, Anna. And I think it just uh, tackles you and starts spraying web on you to pin you down. Wait, stop! No! I don't want to do that! Stop it! What do you do, Quentin? I think... <sighs> um, a ghost pumpkin soup is, like, fruitlessly batting its tiny little lantern on Spotty, and then it looks over at Quentin with big sad eyes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, I'm trying to think how melodramatic I want to be for this. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I think he's gonna try and knock Spotty off of Anna, and he's gonna have a. I don't know if he's gonna say it, or yeah, I don't think he hears it. It's just no sacrifices, no running away. 
Are you going to try a jump and tackle Spotty off of Anna? Give me a scrap with minus one. Actually, you know what? Uh, ignore the minus one because of your spider powers. Okay. <laughs> that was a three and a one. <laughs> Oof. I think I'm going to use this for my reroll. All right. Okay, that's a five and a three. Okay, so. Eight, okay. Also, this would be pal, right? Uh, yeah, that'd be pal. Okay, so Ted, cool. All right, awesome. Yeah, what advantage you want? Uh, I'm going to say take control of the situation. Okay, yeah, how do you do that? Listen, spotty Audi delicious this is between me and me, not me and Anna, or a version of me and Anna. This is mono e spotto I think it, uh, yeah, you, you sort of tackle it, and it, it hears you, and it sort of relaxes for a moment, and its uh, glowing eyes just kind of stare at you, and you can feel it shifting and changing underneath of you as uh, it becomes a little more humanoid and kind of throws you off and changes into the love below. What the fuck, what the fuck is this? And uh, I think, you know, James mentioned that he summoned a whole bunch of, like, servers in here and as opposed to the old filing cabinets. Those all have just, like, fans humming away. And just out of all of the servers uh, around here, suddenly those fans just cut out silently as just strings of webs shoot out from all of them to uh, bind you up, Quentin. Uh, I would like to try and jump directly to up to avoid it. <laughs> yeah, give me a beat the Osmo Sally. Okay, well, I think that's... Well, what is my alley? Okay, that's a six. <laughs> six, yeah, you're not fast enough, and they just web you up and sort of uh, have you tied down in the middle of the room. Meanwhile, um... Uh, yeah, Aura, give me that scrap roll on James. Of course. That's an eight. Eight, okay. Uh, yeah, James, do you want to interfere? Yeah. Uh, James is going to try and use the all-star to make it so bright in the room that all of the shadows go away. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I rolled an eight. Eight, okay, yeah, in that case, um, let me think of how to handle that. Yeah, all right. J the um, brightness completely eradicates the shadows, just the all-star itself just glowing so bright, it's like a bomb went off. Um, it's just, like, pure white in here, and Aura, you're kind of, I mean, you're a vampire, so light's already mm -hmm. not good for you, even before taking yeah. into account how it affects your Eidolon. So, uh, advance your damage track, but, um, James, that move, you still don't have great control over the All-Star, and, uh, it might take a second for you to kind of recharge and do something else with it. So you might be a little vulnerable here if someone tries to follow up on that attack. Ugh. Um... Anna, I think you're a little bit pinned down by webbing, but now that you're not also uh, pinned down by a giant spider, you can probably get yourself free. What do you do? Um, I think Anna can tell that the love below can turn sound into threads. Uh-huh. So she wants to try to um, try to sing a song at the like exact frequency that spiders use to mate with each other to try to attract... <laughs> Uh, the love below, uh, away from Quentin. Give me a reveal your master plan, Anna. Oh, that's a six. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all possible for me to assist? 
Uh, how are you going to assist? Well, you can do, you have spider powers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can I do a flashback assist? Is that allowed? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? So way back on the beach. <laughs> so, Anna, do you know the frequency at which spider <laughs> Would you let it go Spanish back? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That would be so interesting. Could you teach me how to sing like that? Okay. Uh, 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 he pulls out a thing to like measure Tim. Uh, I love the idea that like off screen during the beach episode, Quentin just spent hours teaching Anna random spider uh-huh. shit. Yeah. Anna would be it's so horrible. into it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, Quentin, give me that help roll. You have a pretty good bod, right? Or bod plus three, yeah. That's going to be yeah. uh, 9 plus 3. It's a 12. 12. Okay, then, yeah, that bumps uh, Anna up. And, uh, hmm. Uh, let me think here. <laughs> How does this even work? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think uh, uh, Love Below stops and turns back towards Anna and uh, just hears that frequency she, she's singing. And, um... I think, uh, trying to think of what he does. I think he turns it into a thread extended towards him and starts like, you can almost feel, you know, like when you like bite into a mozzarella stick and swallow it without biting through the mozzarella all the way, Crystal. Uh And like, you just have that string going down your throat. It's like that (laughs) as you're singing and he's like reeling you in. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, okay. Anna's Anna's is kinda into it. <laughs> <laughs> like she she is uh trying to like nod at Quentin to like, hey, I've created an opportunity for you to do something, but she's also a little bit into this. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Great. Oh, great. Uh Aura, what do you do? I think she says something like First that run and then these drones. If I can't Kill Ron Morell. I'll kill you. And she swings herself against James. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? You want Moreau? Yes. He killed my sweet boy. I will have my revenge. You let him escape. No, I didn't let him escape. Beelzebub did. He's hanging out in the park. I think... She starts walking back slowly until she finds a shadow and then leaves. I think Quentin has been, like, on the ground using the web. He's trapping the web and, like, like using the tautness, backing up, backing up, getting it more and more taut. Mm-hmm. And he pulls a knife out of his sock that he doesn't remember when he got it. Got it from Sloan at some point, but doesn't remember where he got it. And he, uh, he wants to cut, I guess, cut the, he wants to do the, he wants to do the old Quentin thing of, like, slingshotting himself at, uh, at Love the Love Below. Yeah, give me a uh, reveal your master plan for revealing this knife here. That is, oh man, I'm having great rolls today. (laughs) That is a three and a two. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, I think you... Goodness is you're hopefully leveling up. <laughs> yes, I am hella leveled now. Getting all kinds of XP. 
I think you fumble the knife trying to pull it out of your uh, shoe, and it just kind of falls onto the ground. And that that momentary, like, uh-oh, uh, causes you to just kind of slip and slingshot yourself before you cut yourself free. So now you're just kind of trapped, bouncing around, uh, tied to the web as uh, Love Below just draws Anna in more and more. And it starts to, like, open its mouth and... Um, does not necessarily seem like it's going to try to mate with you, Anna. It might just go for uh, food. I'm working on it. Sorry. Ah. Uh, do spiders eat their prey whole? Uh, well, <laughs> spider expert Quentin. No, generally they do. They uh, do do a bite <laughs> to uh, to suck out their juices. Oh, like a vampire. Yeah, do they like web them up and then just sort of like liquefy them and drink yeah. them? Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, so she'd probably just get tied up first. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if, if you're not doing anything about it, Anna, I think it's just like pulling you in and then uh, like enwrapping you in just more and more webbing. Um, wait a minute. Can I can I also <laughs> use that beat your beat the odds move again? I meant for you to kick. Me. It's your phantom fight. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Uh, How did dropping the knife help you out? Uh, dropping the knife helped me out because I springboard over there. I don't unwrap myself, but I go yeah. far enough that I hit the love below, and now we're all wrapped up together. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the uh, the power roll. Power roll, okay. All right, here we go. Two five, so twelve. Twelve, okay, yeah. In that case, yeah, you slingshot yourself hard enough that as uh, love below is pulling in Anna, you uh, just slam into him from behind, and all of you just kind of get, like caught up in the sticky web and you're all just sort of gently uh sort of penduluming back and forth but you're you're all completely ensnared um and just sort of like you may be like a foot off the ground your uh limbs are completely trapped uh james kind of seems like that all just kind of resolved itself yeah a little bit uh miss borba mhm are you uh you good up there? Do you want? Uh, you, do you still want to be a part of that? Because I'm not particularly interested. I mean, you could help us out. Are you just going to be an evil overlord? No, I'm, I'm not evil. I'm, I have records to keep. There's so much data now. Okay, are you not evil enough to help your friends when they're being eaten by spiders? Ah. Uh, so James is going to raise a hand and he's going to snap his fingers and he's going to like have some of like the robot owls grab the like weird spider and two people cocoon thing and he's, they're going to just take it outside and dump it in the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would just smash cut to them getting thrown out through the front door and landing in the street. No, wait, I'm not, I'm not dead with you. Hey, asshole. And yeah, all three of you are just trapped there, uh, just in the middle of the street, immobile. Uh, I think uh, uh, Love Below particularly is really thrashing, trying to get free, but it's no use. Um, And nearby, a manhole cover in the street starts to wobble. What now? It explodes out as just a flow of dark purple gunk. Uh, floods up. Um, Needle Mouse, you have found Quentin. 
Yeah, Needle Mouse is still just kind of an amorphous blob. However, there is a slightly more amorphous red and black spiky sphere sort of standing behind it named Rhythm and Balance, which can obliterate its enemies by rolling around at the speed of sound. Okay, great. I assume you're just going to immediately attack? Yes, it's... It's going to slam into the love below with all of its might at the speed of sound, using its homing tack over and over and over again with no regard for its own safety. <laughs> yeah, give me a scrap roll. That's a 10. 10, shit. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it was going for love below and not Quentin. Uh, so I think it's just going to continue to just hammer on it. I mean, you're bound up. You don't really have any means of uh, protecting yourselves. I think, Anna, you're catching a lot of um, uh, collateral damage as well as Quentin as this thing just keeps slamming into the love below. It is trying to free itself and just escape at this point, but it's no good. Um, Quentin, I think you pass out and you find yourself just in complete darkness. Oh, fuck, did I die? Ugh. Anna? Flown? Quentin, as you're calling out to uh, just anybody, um, someone responds and just sort of appearing out of the darkness, it's you. The you that you've had flashes of seeing lately. Sup? Oh no, oh no, oh no. Are you gonna take your life back? Are you gonna, like, take over my body now? Uh, pfft. No? What, what are you so freaked out about? Uh, it's just everyone. I fucked up with everybody. I just. I had all these friends, and, like, they just went evil one by one, and, like, I think you're cool, right? You seemed okay. Except Lady Luck seemed to, like, not like you. But, <laughs> man, what are you talking about? I was such a big fuck up. I ruined everything I touched. No, no, no. You like fucking kicked the world's ass. And like you have all these demons mad at you. Yeah, I got a bunch of demons mad at me. I, I ruined the whole world, man. It did not go good. We tried to fix things and everything we tried ended up just making it worse. And a lot of that's my fault. I mean, everyone else was kids. I was the adult there. I was supposed to, you know, guide them. And didn't do a great job. Uh, come on. I, I, well, I don't know entirely your whole deal. It seems like you're being, like, hard on yourself. I mean, I get why you'd think that. I'm just, I've had a lot of time to think about it, and... No, I'm not being hard on myself. I'm just being realistic. I uh, I was a real piece of shit when I was your age. I abandoned my friends. Everything really started going bad then. And yeah, I tried to fix things later, but it was kind of too little too late. So, I mean, that's kind of why I became you. You came... What? became this on purpose? Well, yeah, I mean, 
I didn't know I was going to have a house dropped on my head, but, I mean, I could be anything I wanted, and all I really wanted was another chance to try to do things right. And, I mean, I've been here the whole time, and you've been doing great. You're right, yeah, shit, shit's going bad. Sure, okay, but you're here, and you can do something about it. I don't know. I, I've i been trying to fight that James guy, and he's like, he seems like he would be easy, but he just, I can't throw the punch, you know? I, I can't, yeah, you can't throw the punch because you're too busy trying to fight yourself because you're so, I mean, you're out here fighting your own soul, man. You just gotta believe in yourself, make a decision, know what you want to do and do it. Don't just hesitate and fret until it's too late. That's what I did. I think... He, like, takes a deep breath and he's like... You've been here watching all the, all the things I've done since becoming me? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of am you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, then you know how bad everything's gone. Do you think, think we could still stop it? I think there's only one person around right now that could stop it, and it's you. Fuck. You're right. You're right. Okay, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I... Uh, there's so much I want to ask you now. There's so much I want to know. Um, but I guess you're already me, so I already know it. Uh, yeah, if you, if you think hard enough, you'll remember it. Listen, you're probably going to wake up in a second or two here. Just one last thing. Just, I'm not sure where Sloane went off to, but she was my student. I was supposed to guide her. I was a protector, you know, take care of her. And that didn't go very well. And, you know, she's... She needs more help than it seems like. I tried... I tried so hard with all of my friends, but they, like, did their own thing, and, like, fucking Alexis betrayed me, and Baby, and now James, and it's hard to feel... I don't know. I think I'm gonna kick James's ass. Hell Yeah. I don't know what else he has to say at this point. I don't know if there's anything else here. Um, I think uh, last last thing, uh, old Quentin reaches out and like goes to shake your hand, and when you shake it, you can feel there's something in there, and there is just uh, an unwound paper clip. He says, "For luck." For luck. <laughs> He's gonna like wrap it around his finger like a little ring. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, you uh, kind of snap awake uh, back on the ground as uh, uh, Rhythm and Balance continues to just slam into the cluster of all three of you. Um, you think Anna's going to start talking. Okay, Quentin, I'm pretty sure... I didn't think this thing existed, but I'm pretty sure it's a hoop snake. It's going to... It grasps Taylor's jaws, and it's going to roll into us. And the only way to avoid its venomous tail is to roll and hide behind a tree. And I think while she's saying this, she's using the move Ignition. When you speak at length about your area of expertise, you open a psychic link with one eye that listens to you, channeling energy from the undertow through this link into them. Okay, yeah. Give me the, the roll on that. 
Uh, that is a nine. Nine. What happens on a nine with that one? Uh, on a seven to nine, the GM chooses one. Either you draw unwanted attention to yourself, or the psychic energy affects other unintended targets, benefiting them as well. Okay, yeah, then uh, I think you're going to draw unwanted attention to yourself as the um, uh, the spiked ball just sort of starts, like, it's mostly still going for Love Below, but it's kind of splitting its attention between the two now. And uh, I'm supposed to also pick one of the benefits for the person. Yeah, what do you got? And the one I want to pick... Everyone actually using moves for once, it's wild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the one I want to pick is their Eidolon becomes ready. Oh, I love it! Yeah, uh, you can feel... Um, well, let me ask you this, Quentin. Does uh, your Eidolon remain as the love below, or does it turn back into Spotty Adidopalicious? Oh, hmm. I kind of like it as the love below for for a little bit, because I got an idea. <laughs> I got a dumb idea. Uh, I think it's going to, like, the webbing is going to turn back to all the, the sounds of servers and, like, throw Needle Mouse off, and then it's going to, like try and grab it next time it comes and do like a judo thing like turn its own energy against it yeah give me a scrap quentin come on good scrap rolls okay that's seven plus two that's nine <laughs> nine okay yeah yeah uh in that case yeah needle mouse uh the, or rhythm of mouth kind of rushes at you and yeah um i think it spikes dig into you but uh you managed to like you said kind of judo throw it onto the ground and uh yeah were you taking control of the situation yeah, so I think you've got it. It's kind of like partially embedded in the ground and it's stuck for a moment. Hey, I know you probably got some beef with me because of the thing the other guy did, and maybe I did. Sorry, my bad. Got bigger issues right now, okay? Uh, if you can chill for just like a fucking second, just a minute, I'll come back and we can talk this all out. Needle Mouse, how do you respond? Uh, I think Needle Mouse did slow down for a second while Quentin held it into the ground. But as soon as he hears that he's just going to leave him for later again, he starts revving up again and starts grunting, Your fault! Your fault! Traitor! And is going to slam into him again. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, yeah, Quentin, you're kind of thrown back by that. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know what else to say! I... I don't know what I did! What did I do? You don't even remember me. I don't... It's always later. Always come back for me later. Always come back for... Oh my god. Jack? Cactus Jack? Yeah, Neil Mouse is gonna slow down. Oh, fucking buddy. Oh, fucking... Oh, man... The menagerie. I never went back for you. Oh my god. I think Quinn is gonna like be kind of teary eyed. He's like, I. I. I ran away. But nothing but good dust. Why? He's, like, wiping his tears away, and he's like, Whose tears? Like, that's old Quentin. Um. Fuck. Please don't run away. Please don't leave me again. 
No. No running away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and hug Needle Mouse. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's spikes are gonna dig into you a little bit, but it's not trying to hurt you. It's just gonna fucking endure it and be like, I'm sorry, I'm so fucking sorry. I. <laughs> Fucking, I just couldn't, I just couldn't fight Henry. I just couldn't fight my friend. And I guess I chose him over you. And I just, I don't know. Um, I think Needle Mouse is gonna, shape is gonna start changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's start gonna grow a little bit of a tail and a little bit of an ears and like the barest impression of a snout but not really a face or anything that that's about it it's still a slime yeah and um it's gonna grow a little a few little arms to to hug quentin back with and it'll say uh i forgive you Agent Lorenzen, you're kind of, like, headed back to the bank after Sloan vanished. You just see, like, Quentin hugging a big purple slime while Anna's still, like, webbed up next next to him. <laughs> What's your reaction to this? Uh, hey, everyone. Sloan's gone. Am I interrupting something? <laughs> yeah, with that, we'll cut away. Um, back to the park. Um, and, uh, I think Abby has, uh, like, disappeared. She's not, you don't see her, like, in the group here. Where the fuck did Abby go? This is this is Walmart Ron speaking. <laughs> Abby? I think looking around, you can just kind of see, uh, her head just kind of poking up over the horizon. Like, not super far away, but she kind of just wandered off. I think... Sorry, I was in a lot of the last aid, but I do want Ron to do this. No, no, go right ahead. He goes up to Sloane, he's like, Hey, I know you're like the goddess, or like master of my domain, or whatever. And No, God, please, do, do not say I, that. Whatever. No. You can't, you, you've made me a jellyfish, okay? You don't get to fucking judge. And then you fucking dish us all. You don't... I... <sighs> Here's the deal, I'm... I don't matter fucking in this thing. I don't fucking matter. But her? All, the whole reason we're here is her. So whatever you're thinking of doing or saying or... Remember that. All the fucking... All this shit. Her. And he just, like, turns away. <laughs> I think Sloane just kind of... Looks up for a second and goes, okay, and walks over to Abby. This whole area, it's, again, just kind of wet grass. I think Abby kind of is sort of halfway up a hill, and there's just sort of sparse trees, and the air is just dense with fireflies. Hey, Abby. Hi. Hi. So, um, you, uh, 
followed me through uh, all this. Your um, your Sloan must have been, you know, really something else to get you through, huh? Yeah, my Sloan. Look, I um, I talked to Ron, and I'm, I'm sorry. I've, I've hurt a lot of people in my life, and. My Abby was the first, so the last thing I ever really want to do is hurt another Abby, and yet, here I am. Sloan. No, no, listen, I... I didn't know what the wish would do, but I still made it, and so that means it is my fault, and I'm sorry, I... Oh my god, shut up! You're not my Sloan. I, I get it. She's gone. I guess in some ways it sounds like maybe she never existed, even though I knew her. I don't get it. But I, I get that she's not here. That's that's Beelzebub's fault. You, you couldn't have known that. But, Abby, I still made the wish. It's still my fault. I caused you to remember her and live that life and now you're fuck over yourself oh my god hey all you've done since you got your memories back is say sorry you apologize to bb and uh, ursula and uh, to me i'm not a psych major but even i can tell you got a goddamn martyr complex abby i i've hurt people i hurt ursula I hurt my Abby. I was part of the idiots that helped destroy the entire universe. Yeah, it's hard to... You did. You hurt those people, and you won't ever be able to undo that. But you're so obsessed with beating yourself up about it that you can't stop and realize all the people you've helped, you dummy. Strix wouldn't be here if not for you. Ursula, Baby Bear, who knows where they would have ended up if the two of you hadn't found each other. And all those other versions of your friends, and the mailer daemons, and... and... and me. Abby, how the hell have I helped you? You... you helped me figure out who I am. What I want. I... thought I was chasing after... my... Sloan, but... that still brought me here. I've helped people, and... I've been braver than I knew I could be, and I I made new friends, and also I have a giant robot lady now, which haven't really had time to process how fucking cool that is, and since I got here, I've stopped lying to myself. I... Okay, you're gonna have to show me the robot lady later, that does sound cool as hell, but I'm... I'm glad. I've I've been there. I know it's hard Sloan, and... shut up. I came here because... Because I was in love with my Sloan, and I was too afraid to admit it. And now, I know she never really existed. I... I was in love with a ghost. Abby... It's... Sloan... Look at me. 
you're not my Sloan. You've got way more scars and abs and for starts. But she's in there. You've got her laugh, her smile, her stubborn bullshit. I'm not your Abby and you're not my Sloan. But maybe we can figure out what we can be to each other if you want to try. What? Abs, huh? Never mind. Leaving forever. And I think she immediately starts <laughs> walking off uh, up further up the hill and then like stops suddenly as she reaches the top of it and... Uh, just is motionless uh, before she starts slowly covering up her mouth. <laughs> I think Sloane just kind of laughs and, like, let, lets her enjoy the moment. You look up at her. Um, she does not look like she is covering her mouth in embarrassment, more like in horror. Oh, shit. Um, Sloane immediately sprints. As you crest the hill, you see that just behind it, there is... Uh, what seems like just an endless uh, heap of broken Gabriel bead bodies. Uh, Meanwhile, back with the the main group real quick. Um, Yeah, Ron, did you want to... Mike Ron, not Tyron. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Hey, so, uh, Frogman, Beelzebub. Yes, Mr. Monroe, how can I help you? Yeah, so, uh, it was really convenient for me when, uh, when the, uh, HHOA got completely blown to shit, but, uh, why did that happen? Oh, yes, I believe that, uh, was in some respects a side effect of a wish made by, uh, Mr. Strix here. He wished to... Meet James Studebaker, who luckily happened to be in the area and doing mm, what he does, and uh, unleashed a wave of attack robots to attack the Humanity Homeowners Association. Well, damn. He's going to turn his tricks and be like, hey, yeah, that alternate you sounds like a cool dude. And uh, I, I think Strix is just kind of like, like he's kind of frozen in shock and horror uh, and he's just gonna look at Beelzebub and go uh where 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 is he oh yes he is currently at the humanity bank which which way which way is the bank (laughs) you know I'll admit something These events were sort of already in motion before I intervened. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm feeling generous, and you've been the most polite guest I've heard today. What do you say I grant you another wish and send you directly there? Uh, sure, sure, that sounds great. Excellent! (laughs) And uh, Strix is gone. As, uh, yeah, I think, uh, Sloan and Abby, you're running up here. Fuck. What, wait, did I just see Strick? What, what just happened? Oh, yes, uh, sent Strix off to meet James Studebaker. That was his wish, after all. God damn. Wait, which James? Evil old James? 
Yeah, of course it is. I, I don't have time for more mental crisis. Um, we should go there, right? Yeah. Yeah, um... Okay, who here feels up to potentially putting their lives in danger? Ethelwolf's hand shoots up. <laughs> I I don't even really know your do your deal, my guy, and that does not surprise me. My only desire here is to further guide my students. Mm. Ron uh like smiles and like spins the gun and despite looking like an absolute fucking mess is still in his head convinced that he looks cool doing it. Uh-huh. Ursa slowly raises her hand and then raises Ursula's hand. And Carly is just like, I have no idea anything that's happening, but sure, I'll go. I'll go where Evie goes, where every, I'll go help Strix. I, I need to talk to my wife, wives. Is she dead? Oh, hey, you're Carolyn, aren't you? Yeah, Carly. Yeah, hey, hey. Uh, I'm not sure what I, happened to my version of you, but hey, uh, like we, this, I think we got a long walk ahead of us. We'll bring you up to speed. Okay. God. Well, I do say it's a uh, quite a relief to hear that you're also willing to die. That should make my job a good bit easier. Oh, for fuck's sake! And yeah, emerging from the trees, uh, Ursa slash BB, you recognize Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lucy, old buddy. I've been waiting for this. I think uh, he smiles and sort of like uh, nods towards Beelzebub and says, My lord, don't uh, be alarmed. I'm, I understand the rules here. I'm simply going to escort these fine people back to the neighborhood before I conduct my business with them. Yes, very well, Lucifer. I believe we are done here. By all means, head back off and... Uh, once you're out of my domain, do whatever you like. And don't be a stranger now. <laughs> he uh, just smiles and waddles away. I, I I think before he waddles away, Sloan goes, Hey, hold on. What? We're going to take care of this, but you and me, we're not fucking done. Oh, for goodness sake, you are exhausting. Listen to me, it's not about my shit. I saw the pile of dead gabes you got over that hill. We're gonna talk about that. Oh my goodness, thank you, I nearly forgot! Uh, he slashes his tongue out and it impales straight through Gabe's chest. And, uh, he, you can see as it jams through, he has, uh, that Gabe's data tape at the tip of his tongue as he, uh, slurps it back and crunches down on it. Gabe! And uh, that Gabe uh, falls down dead. I, I think Carly's gonna summon Human Disco Ball and attack Beelzebub because she's not thinking very straight here. And that's a friend. I think Sloane will try and get in the way. She knows that this is a fight they can't win right in this moment. I. She looks towards Abby and then calls it off and walks Carly listen to me like I want to hit something oh lady you're talking my language but look Gabe's my friend too we'll deal with this shit but we have to be ready for it and right now we're not so let's go take care of one 
fight before we've got another on our hands, okay? <sighs> yeah. Okay. I think Lucifer kind of uh, sidles up to BB and just says, I do say, I suppose you're here for a similar purpose to uh, jump Sloane Parker when we get back to the neighborhood? Oh, no, 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 I'm a different person. It's a whole big deal. I have taken over this body. I'm probably going to try to kill you. Hi, I'm Ursa. Oh, well, that is a shame to hear. I liked uh, Ursula. She seemed like she might have had a future with our organization. Well, that tells me everything I need to know about you. Kisarasara, I suppose. Uh, is everyone ready? <sighs> Listen, Sloane, I have absolute faith in you. You've killed... How many demons at this point? This guy will be no problem. Uh, it's going to be a problem. We're going to have to keep on our toes. He's one of the spears. Well, not to rush you along, but I do have a schedule to keep if you'd all like to head along with me and just uh, get this over with. And uh, he starts uh, just kind of strolling back in the direction of the neighborhood. Okay, you, um, what's your name? Old Tiny. Burgess at the Wolf Joseph. All right. Burgess, you and me up front, everyone else, support, let's just try and watch each other's backs, okay? That's a leader right there. I think Ursa turns to Ursula and says, do you still have an Eidolon? And Ursula just moves her hand and says, it gets better. And a broken, dirty, ragged teddy bear shows up and she puts the hand through it and takes out a gun. I think all of you uh, head back through the park, and uh, Lucifer is a good maybe 50 feet ahead of you. He's just been kind of like walking with his hands in his pockets, and uh, he kind of takes one step over the line and uh, pulls out a cigarette and lights it as he looks out at all of you and just sort of smiles and says, Well then, whenever you're ready. Mailer Damons in the Central Warehouse. Productivity has dropped by a disastrous 7% in the past five minutes. You are to cease this unauthorized workplace congregation at once and resume your duties post-haste. Hey, pal, you want to talk to us? You gotta address us by name! We're all named Polly now! Absurd, for several reasons. I will deduct from your vacation time to enumerate them. Reason number one... The purpose of names is to individuate individuals with unique identifiers. If you were all named the same thing, it would eliminate the purpose of names. Reason number two. Names are a special privilege conferred upon demons who demonstrate exemplary performance, something which cannot currently be said of any of you. You are referred to exclusively by serial number until a name is bestowed upon you by management. Yeah, well, too bad, pal. We're all named Polly now, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Yeah! I would just like to reiterate once again, I do not wish to be called Polly, and would rather just get back to work. Your insubordination has already been tolerated beyond what is outlined in your employee handbook. You will cease this nonsense at once, and ow! 
Hey, check me out! I nailed the boss in the eye with a rock! We put up with a lot of shit day in, day out around here, Pazuzu, and we ain't never do no complaining! But us all being named Polly together ain't hurting nobody, and we ain't gonna give that up just cause you say so! Yeah! Polly here named us all, and that means the names belong to us! I cannot emphasize enough that I barely had anything to do with this at all! All I did was tell a frustrating anecdote from my lunch break. He's just being modest. He's our leader, and us Paulies would die for him. Yeah! Paulie! You're all in danger of facing grave consequences. Oh dear. Idolon Playtest is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find Zoe at Blankzilla on Twitter, Fabby at Fabby underscore Garza, Ty at Sirius Tiberius, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, Luke at SSJ Speed Racer, and me at Mike Loves Rabbit. Eilon Pop will be back on January 3rd for Patreon subscribers and January 10th for everyone else. See you there! Mm-hmm.